0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's www audible trial dot com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Check it out.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Bill Roden on sports. Uh, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm actually at LAX Airport, uh, coming from the World Series, head back to New York City on the Red Eye, and uh, here with uh, my friend and partner, uh, Jamal Murphy. Murph, uh, I think you're on location too, right?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm at MetLife uh, Stadium, Thursday night football, uh, Jets and the Bills, nice AFC East matchup, so uh, disregard the referee announcements you might hear in the background. Don't worry about
1: yeah, it. Yeah, you're gonna hear. Yeah, you, between your announcements and between uh, the announcements about announcing flights and boarding, uh, you know, the listeners will get earful. But you know what? We, you know, that shows we're working journalists. You know, we're kind of we're, we're you know, we don't stay in studios. Right. You know, we we're 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 at places. Right. And uh, we're stadiums and arenas and airports and all that kind of stuff.
0: <laughs> and yeah, we, we, yeah. Try, we try studios. Sometimes they let us down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot going on, man. And even uh, we attempted to record early this morning, but had a couple of technical glitches. But thanks to modern technology, we can still do it. But shucks, man. Between the time that we um, uh, we spoke this morning and now, there's been a lot of news. I mean, we were going to start with the World Series, but... Why don't we start from the top right. with uh, the big NFL news?
0: Where since you're at the NFL stadium, why don't you bring us into the NFL news, the big NFL news? Well, I mean, the big, big, big NFL news uh, is, of course, Deshaun Watson uh, tears his ACL at practice today, non-contact injury, and is out for the season. And, uh, mm. I mean, Deshaun Watson, he was basically already a, playing like a top-five quarterback. Some people say uh the best quarterback in the league in the past you know few weeks or so um right. Houston was looking like a real contender and now uh i guess they're they have to turn to Tom Savage so it's really a sad situation oh, for for Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans and the fans um but you know like i said looks like it's going to be Tom Savage and i think they just signed who uh Matt McGloin Matt, Matt McGloin i
1: mean you know now I think this—it's it, just this adds even more, even more uh, fuel and uh, credence to Colin Kaepernick's collusion claim. You, you know, I mean, I, I think we all know there's collusion. Right. right? But almost um, this is like right like one of those gifts from heaven that that here you got an offense that was uh, really running really smoothly uh, built around a mobile a mobile quarterback. You know, in Deshaun Watson. And the natural backup for a guy like that uh, would be somebody like Chapman. But, of course, they went out and signed somebody else. You know, uh, you know, they you know they just make it clear. They just make it clear that, uh, that Chapman is not going to be signed. That they, they're, they're, they're just not going to sign. Him. If they're going to blacklist him, they're going to blackball him. And... Uh, yeah, this, this might be the thing that pushes the players, or should be the thing to push the players over the edge in terms of, listen, this is ridiculous. I mean, how, how are you going to basically slap us in the face, you know, by, by telling us that it's not a black ball, but you know it's a black ball? You know, I mean, it's just I, I, really, I mean, this should be the thing that really pushes them and the Players Association you know, over, over the edge.
0: Right, and especially, and it should start with, you know, players on the houston texans i assume all those players uh, as of two days ago even uh had playoff aspirations super bowl aspirations with deshaun watson behind the center and now uh how could you possibly have those type of aspirations with a with a savage or a mcgloin at the very least somebody like kaepernick would would uh give you hopes for the playoffs um yeah. And so you, I would think it starts with the team, uh, not, you know, not wanting to accept that their season is over with. So you know, why mm-hmm. can't we go out and get the best player uh, to give us mm-hmm. a chance to really uh, to get as far as we can go? So I mean, that's the way I've always thought about it. I thought that the pressure should come come from within and go to that meritocracy type thing. Not even about uh, not even dealing with collusion right now. Uh, but the the immediate thing is just trying to be able to compete and having the best player there. And there's no question that he's better than the two guys they have right now.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a good point, Jamal. I mean, I think I mean last week the players made a big show kneeling, you know, kneeling uh, to protest what the owners said. the owners said, hey, I'm down with you. But now I think they've been perfectly with their like They look, you know, we want you. Let's end the, end the politics. You know, we're, up, we're out here giving you our flesh and blood you know, and trying to win, and you're, you're still playing politics. Right. You know, clearly, the best inmate out there is <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. So, right. You know, uh, you know I, I absolutely agree, man, that this should be a time, well, I keep beating this drum, but this is also be a time when DeMora Smith, you know, gets off his, you know, <laughs> you know, stops the talking, the smooth talking, and slick talking, and, and, you know, do your job. Do your job and fight for one of your players who's clearly being blackballed. And particularly, and, and, and represent some players in Houston who are saying, listen, man, we have a good thing going. And uh, uh, Deshaun Watson goes, and there's a guy out there who we think, we think could, could, could help bridge the gap. know."
0: Right. I mean, it's interesting because you had uh, Kaepernick's lawyer on a, on a podcast, I think Adam Carolla's podcast, a couple of days ago saying uh, that he thought Kaepernick would be signed within 10 days. Uh, and the quote he had was, I, I think somebody's going to sign him. I think the NFL has to come to their senses and realize every day that goes, goes by just proves the collusion case even more. And that was an interesting comment to me because it, in fact, as you said, we know there's collusion, but it doesn't. But we have no proof, and that, and in order for it to right. be, you know, an actual court victory of collusion, you actually need proof. And of course, his lawyer knows that, and he knows it's more than just looking like collusion. So that you know, it's like you you said earlier about it seems like that's a statement just trying to get the owners to do the right thing and sign him. Yeah, yeah, uh, and
1: so it's going to be very fascinating to see what happens here because. Um, I don't know who the leadership and this could be leadership black white green and different in Houston you know, that you know we're trying to win games. and and you're gonna sign one guy who got cut by protein and you're going to promote a guy uh, uh, in savage who you clearly said was was up to starting standards and here's a guy who started for the NFL last year, or NFL team last year did well despite I'm talking about Kaepernick, right. despite having no weapons.
0: No weapons. And
1: uh, no weapons. I mean, they, they, they took all his weapons away. Um, and interestingly, kind of just as a very uh, you know, San Francisco got Garoppolo basically right. for a song. Right. Uh, for they kind of beat New England at their own game, and they got Garoppolo. Right. You know, now we'll uh, yeah, now we'll see. You no. know I mean, you know, we'll we'll see, right? We'll see how good this guy is.
0: Right. And and that, that's you bring that's a good point bringing that up because, I mean that was this is this case with Deshaun uh, Watson and who's ba- and his backup Savage and mcgoin this is just the second situation already in the last couple of days because uh, New England gave up Garoppolo they had a need for a backup quarterback and what did they do they signed the great uh, Brian Hoyer. <laughs> who was who was cut by cut. San Francisco. So, anyway, so, I mean, he's, he's, it's, it's just a, it's just completely ridiculous.
1: Cut by San Francisco, cut by, cut by,
0: who wasn't, who
1: hadn't even cut by? Right. I mean, Javon, man, this is just, again, man, this is just such a slap in the face to the players, Right. you know, to the players. Right. Uh, that one of their own is just clearly being blackballed. And the thing is, it's a labor issue, and this could happen to any one at any time. If, if 32 owners decide that they want you out the league, or whatever, because you wear the wrong shoes or you embrace the wrong issue, Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm in L.A., of course. Uh, you know, we saw Game 7, which of, of all the seven games, this was like the worst. you uh, 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 irish was, I mean, for the second turn in was knocked out, right. I think, before even the second inning. And I'm part of the reason I came to L.A.
0: Right.
1: I said, oh, this is great. You know, this is great. This is going to be a great morality play. You know, Darvish, who was, was a victim of this racist uh, uh, racist uh, gesture uh, by, uh, 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 I keep, why I keep missing it? Muriel, you know, Yuli uh, Muriel, right. who uh, after he hit it on one, off of Darvish in the third inning after game three, uh, you know, you know, mocked him, pulled his eyes down like a plant and issued sort of like a, uh, a, a racist uh, comment. And um, I thought, oh, this is great. You know, they're going to send Darvish out to finish it off to complete perfect symmetry. Right. You know, they're, gonna, uh, you know, they're going to, uh, um, you know, uh, Darvish was going to pitch a perfect game and uh, knock, uh, knock Muriel down. And, you know, <laughs> and instead it was actually, and I wrote about this for my column in the today, uh today, uh, you know, it was actually Muriel who kind of stole the show because in his first at bat, he tipped his batting helmet right. to Darvish. You know, in baseball, that's one of
0: those right. symbols of respect
1: so respecting,
0: Apo- and apologizing
1: or whatever. sorry for calling you the n-word <laughs> right. n-word
0: right basically <laughs> basically yeah and then you know and he didn't get suspended for that they said they they uh baseball basically said that, what they said they're going to suspend him for 5 games next year
1: yeah next year so and that, that was also sort of the headline in in my column uh my locker room talk column was baseball essentially struck out because you know i mean you know, people look at these institutions. See what's the message you're going to send? And you send the message that okay, we'll go flat on his wrist. We're not going to. He should. He should have been docked a game. I don't know how you felt about that, but I felt that you know they should have made him miss the next World Series game. Right. You know, and it's a message that you know. Yes, it's going to hurt everybody. It's going to hurt the team. But that's what racism does. Right. Racism hurts. You everybody right you know and, and you may not think it does but it does it hurts everybody it 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 weakens the moral fiber of our country so i don't know, I don't know how you tell but they, they, they should have they should have uh they should have kept him out the world series
0: right and, and I, I heard this mentioned before i forget where but i mean we've seen this in other sports like when with draymond green he, he stepped over the line you know physically uh and what they do they suspended him for a for a finals game a couple of years ago, changed right. the course of the finals. Probably cost Golden well, cause, State yeah, cause a championship. That was but, it, but it was yeah, you're right. you're it right. was done right. So this is these type of things happen. Fans understand it, and, and I would argue that that type of gesture is probably you know more deserving of a, of a suspension than a wild leg kick. That you know right. I mean, the, the, you know you, you get hit with one of those kicks. It hurts for it hurts for a second. Um, it doesn't hurt anybody else. It, you right. know or the fans it doesn't hurt any, anybody else watching the game but but that kind of gesture like you said has like you know reverberates a long way um it has it has a lot you know has serious meaning to it and and just giving it a slap on a wrist you know adds more meaning to to the situation and and puts uh, major league baseball in a, in a poor light i think
1: and as a friend of mine uh, said that when you when you make a uh, uh here we go with right the background. So, you know, when you, when you when you make a a non punishment like that, you basically energize versus You energize people to say, Oh, wow, okay, well, this is right because uh I don't know if people saw images, but a day later you have some fans in Houston uh doing the same gesture that the reality. Wow. You know, the eyes and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, these are you know, so these people felt that they were emboldened to do that, but, but you know, uh, if, if I'm a the position, I said, "Well, I'm going to give you something to be emboldened about. This guy's not going to play in Game Four, you know." So, um, you know, it's it, it just sort of, uh, 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 you know, it, it, it was disappointing, and I, I think that baseball really failed. Um, yeah, you know, going on the uh, on the uh, the Dodgers side, interesting, you know, of course they had their their. their uh, Post game, the Dodgers had their uh, post game postseason news conference today, and uh, I think one of the headlines, and it was uh, 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 Kershaw, right. who uh, clearly one of the greatest pitchers on the planet. But right. uh, he told uh, he told reporters at Dodger Stadium that, well, maybe one of these days I won't fail, right. and we won't fail, right. we'll win one of these
0: things.
1: Right. And I don't know if you think you know I, I don't
0: would you consider him a failure no I, I mean to... no i mean obviously he's not a failure and I, and I thought that i heard that statement and i thought that was kind of weak mm-hmm. on his part to kind of play like a passive aggressive uh you know feel sorry for me type of role right there mm-hmm. uh, everybody knows he's a good pitcher but he had but he has come up short in the playoffs i mean he had the one good mm-hmm. start Right, which was saying something i was like you know i i thought that was a statement he made game one pitched very well uh which was one of his few great performances in the postseason but then uh, what was it game five when they needed him uh he couldn't get it done he had the lead a couple of times and that was that that was that classic game where they i think they lost 13 12 in game five um uh, mm. so you know he, at least he enabled a classic game but he gave up two leads uh in you know late in that game, uh, so he you know he definitely didn't come through. We know about past years he didn't come through. So it's almost yeah we get it we get it. You haven't performed, but you know I don't we don't want to see you crying about it either.
1: Right, right. Yeah, you feel the same for me. I mean, just you know, just get it done. And you're right. I hadn't really thought about it that way in terms of passive aggressive. You know I mean? because it does make you feel sorry for. Me. Well, maybe <laughs> one day I I won't be so awful. Right. And then, oh, Billy, oh, Billy, you're not awful. You know, well, I mean, that's the great thing about sports. Well, I would be awful, but you did fail. Right. I, mean, I mean, you know, you did. That's like garbage. I mean, you did fail. Right. That's, that's, and there's nothing that your parents can do, or your rich uncle. Right. They can't buy a lot of this. You know, that, you, you know, they, they were like walking. And um, we don't know what it is. They just hire... A sports psychologist or something, but right. get better,
0: right? You know. right. And you know, I mean, in the playoffs, the competition, you know, gets better. So there is, I mean, there is an excuse if you want to call it that. I mean, the you, you, you know, it's not the regular season. You're not playing against bad teams anymore. Like part of the, part of the time, you're playing against the best players, in, you know, of that season, uh, in the playoffs. So the competition gets tougher. So it's understandable. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be as dominant, but. You know, we expect we expect the stars to rise to the occasion, and he hasn't really done that. Um, but there's no question he's still a great pitcher. You know, so you know, we do, I don't think we we need to feel sorry for him, and we don't need him to try to get us to feel sorry for him. Um, but but you know, just the world going to the World Series in general, we got to give it up mm. for that series because that was one of the better series yeah. that we've that we've seen in a while. I mean, you know, I mentioned the 13-12 game. There were multiple games like that where they just went back and forth. You could tell that these were actually the two best teams in the major yeah. leagues. Like, there's no complaint about either one of these teams winning winning the World Series. Houston definitely deserved it, um, but you know it was a great series, and and Houston came out on top. And then you know you still have the Dodgers had their chances, uh, and people are you know trying to come at Dave Roberts, the the only African American manager yeah. in the ML, MLB. By the way, um, the only one. The only. Um, but you know, that's saying you know, that he might know, have made a mistake. Yeah, did he there. did he make a mistake starting Darvish over Kershaw? I think I think anybody with any sense knows he had to. You know, that you, that's not a mistake. Uh, you know, hindsight right. is twenty twenty. Uh, he had to go with with Darvish there. Darvish just just didn't perform. Yeah, and, and, and you know,
1: I mean, there, there's a thing about loyalty. You know, everybody everybody bemoans, oh, there's no more loyalty in like sports that kind of stuff. But you know, Roberts was was, was loyal. I, I expect that AJ Hens is like that too, but Roberts was loyal. Right. You know, he said, Okay, Darvish, you know, this is your shot and I'm gonna give it to you, you know, and, and even even when he gave it was down to one because one of those runs is called on an error. And then, you know, I think that at some point you have to give somebody an opportunity at redemption. And you know? and so you are one of the hot hitters is coming up, uh, and Springer. Um, and you say, okay, man, Darvish, if you're if you're all that, you're going to be a free agent. If you want to be an elite pitcher, then you got to perform in elite moments, you know. And and he did, but two times Darvish did. And I think that when it does come to negotiation time, you know, when Darvish asks asked for the big money, he said, well, you know, you know, you don't get the big boy money. I mean, you you're, clearly, we're going to pay you, right? But, you know, we're not going to pay you. Elite money, because in elite situations, you didn't perform. And, and you know, and, and what that means is, I mean, you can perform in a regular season, which is important, but the money is like, what is a drive to show putt for dough? And and, 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 and playoff in playoff and sports, the playoffs is, is, is put for dough. And uh, Darvish didn't do it. So right. uh, I, I heard somebody say the Dodgers, he may not be back with the Dodgers. Uh, I would still probably go with the Mets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Mets, the Mets will probably overpay for him. Oh, of uh,
1: course. You
0: yeah. know, that's that's how that usually yeah. goes. Hopefully speaking,
1: hopefully. speaking with Jamal. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking with Jamal, you got you know in New York, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to be too New York-centric, but you know we did have a couple big managerial changes. Right. Uh, the Yankees, to my supply, got rid of Girardi, uh, and uh, the Mets. I don't think us surprised got rid of... Uh, Collins. Uh, got rid of... Uh, yeah, uh, Collins. What do you think about that? I, again, man, I don't want to worry about airtime <laughs> on these clowns, but since, since you were a big Mets fan, <laughs> out
0: of respect to you. Yeah, no, I... I you know, I, I agree. I thought the Mets, it was time for a change with Collins. He did have a good run. Uh, you know, got him to the World Series and made a couple playoff runs. Um, but I thought it was a time for a change. It was, you know, they go to a guy who... Most people haven't heard of, a uh, p- pitching coach for Cleveland Indians, but he's a really charismatic guy. He blew away the the Mets press corps at the you know at the press conference. Everybody's saying how charismatic he was. I told a lot of funny stories. Um, his previous boss uh, Francona with with Cleveland, you know, speaks very very highly of him, saying that you know he mm-hmm. inspires confidence among. Anybody he comes across and all this and that, so you know, so we'll see. New York is a big stage, even even when you're coach of the Mets. So so we'll see, we'll see what happens. The Girardi thing, like you said, it surprised you. It surprised me. I thought the Yankees were smarter than that. Um, maybe there's some personal uh, issues between you know individual issues, but you know, I look at the Yankees in Girardi's tenure, and he always. Uh, had them playing to their, you know, their capabilities. They never they never underperformed under him. And remember this year, uh, at the beginning of this year, they were everybody was talking about it was a rebuild. They weren't even expected to yeah. make the playoffs. And they get to the wild card, win the wild card, win a playoff series, and they don't quite make the World Series, and all of a sudden that's not good enough? I mean, that, that doesn't yeah, make right. any sense. Yeah,
1: so now I think clearly the next guy to go is uh, Brian Cash. Hmm. Yeah, you know, clearly was his deal. And, uh, you know, I mean, if the Yankees go out and have an offense, first of all, who are they going to get? That, right. That's the big thing. You know, uh, you know, I think you had mentioned Jerry Harrison Jr.
0: That's, as that's a the, candidate. Yeah, that's the report that came out today that Jerry Harrison Jr. is a candidate. Uh, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll see if the defense drives through that. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah, you never know. I also. You've been doing it for, what, 10 years, I think? Right. And, you know, I mean, this, this business, whether you're a manager or a writer or whatever, I mean, you know, after 10 years or 20 or 30 or something, you know, uh, sometimes I get tired. I, 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 was, I was walking around Dodger Stadium last night, you know, because I had to do some extra interviewing for this column, and uh, I was just thinking, man, I'm too old for it. I not enjoy it. you know. You know, midnight, you know, walk around the stadium. The Astros dug out with, you could just smell the, the stale champagne and sweat. It was like an awful combination, you know. And I said, you know what? I'm not even going to play. I'm not getting soaked with champagne. You know, maybe 20 years ago, you know, I'm all up in there, you know, right? <laughs> you know, yeah! Right. I'm in there, you know. And I talked to a couple other people, Bill Flasky, <laughs> at the L.A. Giants, and we both look at each other, nah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're too old for that. But yeah. of course, you know, that's why that's why employers always like to get the young, hungry hungry, uh, hungry puppies, you know. Right, right. And going through walls and all that kind of stuff. But, but I mean, getting back to Girardi, I guess my point is, although I'm sure he wanted to imagine, but sometimes you just need to step away from it for a minute. Right. Particularly as intense as I think he is, and he said, "You know, man, you know, there, there is something you have for being around your family, you know, being around your your kids, doing stuff with them, uh, and and it's hard to see it at first because you've been doing it so long it becomes like a rut. But the further you get away from it, you're like, damn, man, how come I didn't do this early, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then you know, you take a break, and then maybe in a couple of years you look at look at Bill Coward, uh at the uh, the Steelers, right you know right. I mean, he could have had a lot of jobs i think his wife died and these little kids and you know it's that thing of really trying to put life and priorities in perspective uh, particularly if you made your money and things like that and you could just but you know what else would i like to do maybe right. i like to you know travel or you know, travel with my kids with my family, then after they get sick of you, say, hey, Dad, that Falcon's job is over. Right, (laughs) right. So, yeah. No, I think
0: uh, think that's what Girardi, I think he has a teenage son or mm -hmm. something like that, and, uh, you know, he he said he was going to take time off. And, uh, you know, I hope hope it was, you know, partly his decision uh, as far Mm -hmm. as that goes because I get it, you know, also when you have a coach who's been in one place for a long time. You know the the question always comes about. Oh, are, are the players tired of hearing the same voice and right. blah blah blah? But usually that comes across when they start losing. You know right. <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't been losing, so I don't really think that was an issue. But hey, you know we'll see. Hope you know, we'll see what the Yankees do. We'll we'll see who who's right in the end. I'm sure Girardi will get multiple chances in the future. You know maybe hopefully he takes a year off or whatever. But um, I'm sure he'll be in high demand whenever he wants to come back.
1: Yeah. Hey man, fully so. I was, just, was this one of those funny item, NBA item. We're gonna hit the NBA a lot coming up. A few of people really like that on, on podcasts, and then yeah, people like they like the NBA. Yeah. They say they What's not to the like? Podcast, they like the NBA, even even more. Yeah, <laughs> more than the NFL. Right. You know, um, but I was looking at uh, Dwayne Wade. You know, the press conference uh, in Cleveland, and uh, he was comparing. You know, I mean the. You know, the, uh, you know, Cleveland was off to this uh, bad start, you know. Uh, right. You know, I think what, Cleveland's 3-5 start. And it reminded me, it reminded him of the Heat's run uh, to the 2014 finals because uh, uh, they started off really badly. He compared uh, the, the, the Heat team to a bad marriage. He said, uh, you know, he said, yeah, uh, as a team, we were kind of like this you know, referring to the Heat. We were kind of like this. It's, it's worse because it wasn't new guys. It was it was guys that had been around each other four years in a row. The jokes weren't funny anymore. The other guys, when right. you walked in, it wasn't a big smile anymore. Guys were just over you. It's like being in a bad marriage. But we somehow made it to the finals. Now, I don't know. I thought that was an analogy. Somebody just got married. <laughs> right, right, right. No. But who would come
0: out of a marriage? I guess it comes from, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. He he knows he knows what he's talking about, and in both <laughs> cases. Um, you know, as reports have said. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, the Cavs. I, I don't have any. You know, I think the Cavs will be okay in the, in the long run. They still have LeBron James. Um, you know, early season NBA doesn't mean all that much. But you know, it probably is a small sign that, that that you know they don't have the team they used to have. I mean, they they are going to miss Kyrie. Um, I mean, Kyrie, I mean, Kyrie. You
1: know, I mean, again, we we'll get into
0: this
1: in another podcast. But Kyrie, great. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was kind of on Kyrie. I said, well, you know, why would you leave LeBron James? You know, now you'll find out what it's like to play with LeBron. But you know, he's like, hey, man, you know that it, it, it became suffocating, right? You know, it became suffocating. And I think, you know, you, you cannot see this. You know, when I think each of us at some point want our own shop. Right. We want our own column or we want our own team. or You know, I mean, I think everybody wants that. And that's what Kyrie was saying. He's got how old he is. I don't know, Is he 30 years old yet?
0: No, not even you close. Know. I think Kyrie's only about, can't be more than 25. 25, 25
1: yeah. 25, 26. Yeah. And, and he played, you know, he, he was nurtured. He came up under LeBron right. for long enough. He won his title and uh, played for another title. And I said, okay, man, let me see, let me see if I could run my own team. Coaches want to do it. So, you know, I, I, I can't see that. Yeah, no question. We'll, no question. we'll see. It's uh, only October. It's only November.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let me, um, another, another, uh, Little little blurb in the news that was funny to me. Going back to like the whole uh, Kaepernick issue. Was did you did you see uh, Papa John's says that uh, oh, their sales are down uh, yeah, because yeah, of the pro- because of the NFL protests, and they're the they're yeah. the NFL's official pizza sponsor. So they're blaming their their poor third quarter earnings report. Uh, completely on the NFL and, and uh, players kneeling. He said that could, he said that NFL lacks leadership or Papa John, the CEO where whatever his real name is. He said that now, the you know, NFL lacks leadership uh on this issue.
1: <laughs> and you know what you know what? That is coming from Jerry Jones. Because Jerry Jones is leading the uh cabal uh, to try to uh get rid of um you know get rid of <laughs> You know? Yeah. So that that, that sounds like that
0: sounds very thinly transparent. That, that
1: he's carrying
0: Jerry walk. Yeah. Ah, yeah, and there's actually there's actually reports out there. Uh, Mike Florio reported that Jerry Jones actually put uh, the CEO of Papa John uh, up to saying that. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it might be a direct relationship right there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you can't make this stuff up, man. You can't make it up. <laughs> Hey, we're listening to all Murphy. We got. You know, uh we're kissing the um, kissing the season the world, the baseball season goodbye, but live football. How are the Jets doing by the way? Uh I know by the time people hear this they will have won or lost. But uh you, are, are they winning? Are they losing? Can you tell from where you're sitting?
0: I can't tell from where I'm sitting, but I know we uh, well, sure.
1: let's just I know just they. will be optimistic.
0: Yeah, we'll be optimistic. Last I saw they were up seven nothing. McCown had a touchdown run in the first quarter. Uh if the if the listeners to this podcast, are listening closely enough in the background? They probably uh, can tell from all the interruptions we've got from the public address announcer. Mm,
1: <laughs> well, J E T S Jets. J-J-J-J-J. It would be great to have a winning team in New York. Yeah. You
0: know? we uh, It is, but it's, it is looking it's looking uh, less and less likely. Jets three and five right now. Uh, the Giants, I think, are one and six. Mm. It's, it's not looking good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, my friend, I will see you, uh, you know, uh, next week. Uh, you know, we'll be back. I'm, I'm sure in the, in the studio, in the ABC studio, and uh, we'll uh, try to have some uh, surprising guests for the uh, road, the files of uh, listeners of uh, Bill Roden on Sports. And and uh, before we leave, you can tell people how they could help. Uh, I mean, how they could, you know, join the hundreds of thousands of listeners.
0: We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Check us out, Bill Roden on Sports on iTunes, and please like the show and comment. Uh, you know, give your comments about the show on iTunes. Check us out on Twitter. Interact with us on Twitter at BrosPod B-R-O-S-P-O-D. Uh, We're also you can interact with us on Facebook, Bill Roden on Sports fan page, and even Instagram. Uh, we try to give you some uh, behind the scenes footage in room, locker rooms, and that kind of thing on Instagram, at BrosPod as well. So, check that out.
1: Alright. Hey, my friend. Uh, this is Bill Roden, uh, reporting here from uh, LAX, in Los Angeles. Uh, and it's Paul Murphy and, uh, at MetLife beautiful MetLife. Beautiful,
0: noisy uh, so MetLife stadium.
1: MetLife, uh, everybody, uh, take care, and I really do mean that. We're in some really strange times, everybody. Really do take care. Uh, you have to be more alert now than probably you have been before. We're, right. we're in a different different time and place now. So um, stay alert, but you know, enjoy life, and uh, you know, don't let anything change your enjoyment of life. Right. And until, until next week, we'll see you, and uh, God bless.